Hi, ladies. Welcome to the Peace in the Middle podcast, a platform that provides clarity, insight, and growth to leaders worldwide through practical application and the Christian faith. My name is Wakia, and I'm your host. Hi, ladies. I am so excited to... um, come to you right now and just to bring a couple of life nuggets that I thought was to help you and to encourage you as we get ready to move, leave 2019 behind and walk into 2020. So I don't know about you, but I am so excited about walking into this next decade. Like I'm just so, so, so excited. And I I don't even know why, (laughs) but I, I think it's just something that's sort of going around because even when I'm like just talking to people just in general, they too are excited, you know, and it's not like it's like a resolution thing or anything like that. It's just like, you know, you sort of feel what I feel like I'm on the cusp of something great, like something mind blowing, something that's gonna blow my mind, you know, just really gonna just take me to that next level, um, both in my career and my, in my personal life. And, you know, just literally, I just really feel like I'm in this place where God is going to give me the desires of my heart. Wow. Like that is huge, right? That's, that's big things. So I want you all to feel that too. I want you to feel that too. I hope y'all feel that too. You know, I hope you're excited about it too. And I don't even, you know, I don't even know what that, I don't even know how all those things are going to come to pass. All I know is, is that they're in play, right? They're in play. <laughs> they're, they're on the way. They're in play. And, and I am ready. Like I am, put me in coach. <laughs> this is what we're doing. I am super excited. Let's get started, right? Let's, let's get there. So today I wanted to talk to you all about one of my favorite subjects, uh, vision and purpose, right? So there's this pastor, uh, his name is Darius Daniels. He's coming out of Change Church in New Jersey. Um, He has this beautiful saying, and he says that the eyes of your head give you sight, but the eyes of your heart give you vision. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about literally the eyes of your heart, you know, and what it looks like when you, when you're blind. So when we're talking about blind today, that's what we're talking about, you know. So you know how I do. (laughs) I'm either going to start with a quote or I'm going to come straight from a Bible verse. So today we're going to come from a Bible verse because I just happened to be reading this. And when I read this, it was literally like, um, I don't know how, you know how sometimes like you be watching TV or something like that and somebody be reading something on TV and like different words are like, a, um, would either italicize or bold and you like, Oh, and like they seen that word and it like just stuck out at them. I'm going to read to you. Um, I think I'm, I'm coming from Mark, Mark chapter eight. We're going to start at verse number 22. And I think we're going to go from 22 down to, uh, I'm going to say about 29. No, excuse me. We're going to go from 22 to 25, right? But literally when I read this, there was so many beautiful life nuggets that popped out to me and just reading these couple of verses that I just wanted to share because it really, and it really spoke to me, um, and it just highlighted different areas, different areas of your journey, 
You know what I'm saying? Like different, different places. So it literally in these couple of scriptures, there's literally something in here for wherever you are in your journey when it comes down to your vision. Okay. So let's, let's, let's get there. So Mark chapter eight, start at verse 22. And I'm reading from the easy version. It says, Jesus and his disciples came to a village called Bathsheba. Some people led a blind man to Jesus. They asked Jesus to touch the man. Jesus took the blind man's hand and led the man out of the village. Jesus put water from his mouth on the man's eyes. Spit, y'all. That's what I'm saying. He put spit on his eyes. (laughs) And Jesus put his hands on the man. Can you see anything, Jesus asked? The man looked up. I can see people, he replied, but they seem like trees that are walking about. So Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes again. The man looked carefully, and then his eyes were well. Now he could see everything clearly. So that's where we're going to stop. Whew. So ladies, let me just tell y'all what I seen when I read through this. Because this right here was so powerful to me. So again, when we're talking about being blind in this, I want you all to really think about, like I said initially, right? The eyes of your head give you sight. The eyes of your heart give you vision. So in this, in this whole passage or whatever, um, Jesus and his, and his, Jesus and his disciples went to uh, Bathsheba. I mean, excuse me, Bethsaida. Uh, Um, and then it says some people led a blind man to Jesus. So this right here is nugget number one. Here we go. This nugget (laughs) is for the woman who you don't really understand. You don't really know what your vision, what what your purpose is right now. Like you don't, you don't, you have zero idea. Like you, you really just trying to, I don't know. Like you have no idea and you don't even, you really don't even know where to start. Like you, you got nothing. Right. Um, You've been listening to different podcasts about vision. You've been listening to different podcasts about, you know, how to, you know, purpose and all this kind of stuff. And it all just sound a little (laughs) to you. Right. This life nugget right here is for you. So the scripture says that some people led a blind man to Jesus. They asked Jesus to touch the man. So what I'm going to say, life number one, number one is check your squad. Who are you hanging with? Who is your posse, your aces? You know what I'm saying? Who 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 is your people? <laughs> you know? And the reason why that's so important because if you notice how it says some people led a blind man to Jesus, right? So in different variations it says like you know, you know, um his friends led him to Jesus or whatever. So this man squad to come to Jesus because you want somebody in your in your life who's going to pour into you right and who's going to want the best for you and even though they recognize that you ain't that your, that your sight ain't where it need to be you know what I'm saying that you ain't quite where you need to be they going to still try their best to put you in situations and lead you to places that's going to that is going to prosper you you know what I'm saying that's going to help you so if you're hanging with people who um, don't want the best for you and they don't, they don't inspire you to be your best self, then that's not the right squad. You know what I'm saying? So 
And I mean, and this this is just that that one little those couple lines are just so impactful. Cause not that, that not even not only did that man squad take him to Jesus, but them jokers <laughs> went to petition Jesus on his behalf. And the thing about that so crazy is the dude was blind. There was nothing wrong with his mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't even ask for himself. So think about that. When you have a good squad, your squad won't won't only bring you to the party, them jokers will introduce you to the right people. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not just gonna, they want the best for you. They really want the best for you. And they're not just doing it in words. They're doing it in actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, one of my favorite sayings is, your actions are so loud, I can't hear what you say. That should be, like, the thing that you should do when you're looking at your squad. If your squad is not sitting here trying to ensure that you are, you know, um, striving to be that next best thing. And if members of your stri- your squad your squad are not doing that, then that's not the right squad for you. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're saying right now that you're in a place where you don't really understand your purpose and you don't really have any vision for your life, it's probably because of the people you with. Because a lot of times it's hard for me to be in a room of go-getters and I don't get some of that myself like I want to do something like you you be hype <laughs> you know what I'm saying you can't go to a conference and be surrounded by a whole bunch of impactful you know go-getting sisters who are doing big things and who are just you know trailblazing all over the place and you sit in a room and you feel nothing like that is I, I don't know how people do it you know what I'm saying like literally I can go to a conference or even just sit down like with my mentor and I leave her and I'm like listen this thing I I need to get my life together. You know what I'm saying? Because she's doing big things right now. What What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? So, but that's how your squad should make you feel. Your squad should inspire you. They should ignite something in you to be your best self. Not only by just their words, but also by their actions. Because they are also moving. They are doing it. They are not sitting around, you know, they're not sitting around just, you know, watching TV all day. You know what I'm saying? Them jokers, they barely got time to watch TV because them jokers are moving. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they got things going on. They always out here trying to make connections. They out here, you know, whatever their thing is, they are working in that capacity, right? And so that's the kind of people you want to be around. So I say, nugget number one, for that sister who has no vision or who don't really understand what she's supposed to do, don't really understand her purpose, check your squad. If your squad, if after you listen to this podcast and you assess and you realize that your squad ain't who, aren't who they need to be, I challenge you to make it your business, especially in 2020, to say, I am going to branch out and I am going to do different things to increase my network. Right. I'm going to do different things. I'm going to experiment a little bit here. I'm going to experiment a little bit there. And you may feel awkward initially. That's okay. Don't stress about it. Everybody had a first day. Okay? So nugget number one, check your squad, who you with. So if we continue on, it says, um, <laughs> Jesus took, so verse number 23, Jesus took the blind man and led him out of the village. All right, so here we go. Life nugget number two. This right here is for the women out here who you got your squad, your squad of hype, you hype, you trying to do it. 
right? But you don't really feel like things are really moving because things have just got really, really stale. And you just like, mm, I don't know. You know, I don't know. And you know God has told you or you felt something in your heart or you've had this niggling feeling that you should do this, that, and the third. But for some reason, you haven't decided to move, right? You haven't did this because it seems nuts. <laughs> I get it. You know, I get the nuts movement. You know, it seems nuts. But at this point, God is literally trying to take you by the hand and he's trying to lead you away to say, this is now what you are supposed to do. You can't, what got you, what get, what's, what's going to get you to the next spot is not going to be the same thing that got you to your current spot. You know what I'm saying? You got the move. And that means, even though I was just talking to you about the importance of your squad, that all that means that sometimes you got to be brave enough to do that thing on your own. Because when you're doing stuff that's nuts, most times people ain't going to understand what you're doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not going to understand it. You know? Like, can you imagine the dude that when they, was, when they was coming up with the whole concept of Uber, and they said, you know what we going to do? <laughs> we going to come up with this concept. <laughs> right? And, and you going to call... You're going to do this little app and you just go, and people just going, anybody, anybody's going to be picking you up and they're going to take you from, where, from here to there. You're going to be like, you're gonna be like what? <laughs> you talking about cabs? Like, they got them they call cabs. Like, nah, because cabs, you got to be with a company. With this, it could be anybody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It could be everybody, any, 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 everybody. It just sounds ridiculous. Like the people who came up with Airbnb. You know, when you think about those things, it sort of sounds ridiculous initially because you know what? We we have them. They call hotels. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Somebody said, nah, we ain't going to do that. What we going to do, we just going to be able to rent out a room. We just gonna be. Now, when I was little, when you just rent out a room, that's because you poor and that's all you can afford is a room. But <laughs> now people just go and rent out of rooms and these, you know, just rent out a room and they say, oh, this is an Airbnb. You know, it, was like, it sounds cool. No, I mean, but, you know, <laughs> but imagine my point being is that when people first came up with the idea, it sounded nuts. So you think about that. And that means sometimes you got to be brave enough to walk alone, you know, walk alone, go where God tells you to go. When he takes you and leads you by the hand and starts to move you forward in a direction, you have to be brave enough to say, that, okay, I'm going to follow. I'm going to go. You just got to go. So this is for that sister who, like I said, you've been having a feeling that it's time to make a move. It just sounds crazy. Make the move. Because God can't bless you where you are. He can, but he not. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he can, because God can do anything he wants, truthfully. But he's not, because he's telling you to move. Do that. Okay, moving on. Life nugget number three. This life nugget is for that sister who done got up, she done made the move, she doing that thing, she doing it. So what God showed her in her vision was that, you know, she was going to have salons everywhere. Everywhere. Like she was going to have them all up and down. You know, she was going to at least have two or three by now. You know, in her city, she was going to be working on her third one, trying to branch out. That's what God showed her. God showed her a, a row of salons. Like, he, that, was, that was clear in her vision, right? But it doesn't look like that now. Like, when she looks at her situation, her current situation, it doesn't look like that now, right? So even if you were one of those people who God told you that you was going to go to school and you was going to get your, your degree, and you can't, and, and whatever it looks like now, you can't even get, you know, you're close, but you can't seem to get it through. Like, you can't seem to get it. You can't whatever all life has gotten in the way and you can't move forward. Well, not can. You have not moved forward, 
right? So for that sister, for that, if you are there, this life nugget right here is for you. Let me explain. So if you look at this, if you look at verse number 23, yeah, verse number 23, uh, B. So it says, Jesus put water from his mouth on the man's eyes. So the, Jesus spat on the man's eyes. And he said, and then Jesus asked the man, can you see anything? Verse number 24. The man looked up and he said, I can see people, he replied, but they seem like trees that are walking about. Okay. <laughs> Beautiful. In this life nugget, what I'm going to say is, be honest with you, be, you know, tell your truth. So the same God that gave you that vision is the same God that's strong enough to hear that what he promised you, it does not look like what he promised you right now. And you feel in some kind of way about it. You know what I'm saying? You need to go back and talk to God about what your truth is. You know, don't, you know, I would, I, I say all too often people walk around here and they trying to, you know, um, front like everything is okay and it's not you know what I'm saying like it's not like so if you have a vision to have multiple salons that's what God showed you but when you look around that's not what you're seeing you need to go back to him and say look Lord this is what you promised this is what you this is what I seen that is not what I see right now though like that's that's what you promised me in this vision that's what your work that's what you promised me here but when I look at my reality that is not what I see right now I'm, I have one, like I have it, like I see, I see something, I got something, <laughs> but it doesn't look anything like, it doesn't look like what you promised me though. I do have something. Cause in this case, this guy did have some sight, right? He could see, he could see more than he could, you know, he, he could see, you know, he could see something before the Joker was blind. So he could see something, you right? But it still didn't look right. What I love about this passage is that he was brave enough to tell Jesus, to tell Jesus that nah, yeah, I, I see something, <laughs> but it ain't quite. You did something, but I don't, I don't know. You ain't quite do what you what, what you really need. You know what I'm saying? You ain't quite do it. Like you ain't quite do it. And and I think the reason why that's so important to me because and I, so think about that, right? Is that when Jesus touched that man's eyes the first time, he could have gave him sight instantly. We talking about Jesus. Jesus don't do nothing halfway. Why would he? They ain't hit that. Listen, he don't do nothing halfway. But in this instance, he only gave a little. So the question you have to ask yourself is why? Because could it be that Jesus wanted to see if the dude was going to tell him the truth? Was, was the dude, was the dude going to tell him the truth? Because Jesus asked the dude, can you see anything? Jesus asked the question he already knew the answer to. But he wanted to see what the answer, what the guy was going to say back. You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you got to be brave enough to go back to the person who promised you something and tell them your truth. Tell them your truth. And the thing that's so amazing about that is the moment <laughs> the dude told him his truth, Jesus put his hands on the man's eyes again and then the man could see clearly. You know what I'm saying? Jesus didn't even ask him a second time, can you see anything? Because Jesus already knew you good now. You see what I'm saying? So the question, why is it that Jesus asked him the first time he didn't ask him the second time? It's because he wanted to see when I asked you this first time, what you going to say? Because here's the trick. The dude could have been like, ah, uh, 
you know what? This Jesus, I ain't trying to start no trouble. I'm just glad he did something. <laughs> you know, I can see a little bit now. Um, I ain't saying, no, I ain't starting no trouble. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to be like, yeah, this is good. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I'm going to go ahead and go, go off now and live my best life. You know, with this substandard. But this dude was brave enough and had a, a was brave enough and, um, you know, uh, direct enough to go to God and say, Mm-mm, it ain't quite right. And then not only did he do that, but then <laughs> but then he believed enough that Jesus could still fix it. Oh, mind blow. Like, seriously. Mind blow. He still believed that Jesus could fix it. You know what I'm saying? So not only do you have to go to God and tell God that, look, what you promised me does not look like what you where, what my reality is, does not look like what you promised me. You know what I'm saying? So, Lord, I either need you to either you lie then or you lie now. But there's a lie being told somewhere. So I'm going to need I'm going to need all this to work out because right now the way everything is set up, it don't look like it's working <laughs> the way you say it. Like, I don't know. It's some it's some discrepancies here. So with that, you know, he was able to go to, you know. He was able to go to God and just tell him his truth. You know, I honestly believe that in many cases, God wants us to just be honest with him. Sometimes we get on our knees or whatever, and we are praying and we'll talk about everything except what was really in our heart. We won't tell God that we angry with him. We won't tell God that, you know, well, Lord, you let me down here. We won't tell God that we don't tell him that. And God like, well, when you decide to tell me your truth, then I'll be more than happy to tell you mine. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, if you like it, I love it. I'm just saying, life nugget number three. Take time out, meditate on that, see what you think. See what the Lord say. And then, um, finally, yeah, actually, I'm going to stop with that third life nugget. I think that life nugget was good enough right there for us to end it there. (laughs) I mean, I, I honestly do. So we're going to go back over them really quickly just to make sure that, you know, you, you, you got it. So life number, life nugget number one was to check your squad, who you hanging with. If they're not bring, if they're not um, giving you life, if they're not inspiring you to be a better person, they're not the right team to take into this next season. Okay. Life nugget number two. If God has put something in your spirit to tell you to move, then you need to move. Let him lead you where he wants you to go. There's nothing that's going to happen before you or behind you that is a surprise to God. He knows what's going on. You don't. Trust him and move when he tells you to move. Life nugget number three. When things do not look like what he promised you, go back to him and tell him that that doesn't look like you told me. Wait on him to give you further directions or do something or, or do something different. You know what I'm saying? Or you let, let wait, wait to see what happens next. But you have to believe that he is still in control. Right? So I'm going to tell y'all, I pretty much <laughs> use this, you know, these different nuggets, you know, and, you know, and I initially started saying that, you know, it was based off wherever you were in your journey. But, you know, I feel like the moment we get to a, the moment I get to a new level, I'm at the beginning of that journey in that space. 
right? So this right here, these series of, of nuggets, I have always keep getting, you know, reused over and over, depending on where I am, right? And it's just that. But I hope and pray <laughs> that this information you find helpful. And if you're a sister and you're trying to figure out what you want to do next with your life and you know that God has called you to do something, you know there's something in you that, that you're supposed to be doing here. Like, you know, because, you know, we are all here to be an answer to a problem, right? We are all called here to do something that is very clear. So if you need help figuring that thing out, if you need help, you know, taking that great idea and turning that, that, that ambitious idea into an actionable game plan, call me. You can reach me on waterwalkers.net. My contact information is there. And like I said, if you reach out to me for the month of January, January 2020, I will schedule you a free 15-minute coaching call, and you will be amazed with the things that we uncover in those 15 minutes. So be blessed, and I love you. Have a great one.